0: Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die, and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual, the podcast. I'm doing something a little bit different this week because I interviewed a a new friend of mine. You guys are going to absolutely love her. Sheila Marie is an incredible psychic medium and her journey is inspiring and so touching and the work that she has been guided to do, you guys, she's a forensic medium. Absolutely amazing. The things that she's able to do for people, the the healing, the unanswered questions that happen with crime you know like maybe unsolved murders um missing people um all of those answers that that you know so many of these cases that we see on you know like like shows on tv like law and order right um yeah she's one of those real life people and and she's just absolutely fabulous and I meant to have her introduce herself, right? And, and give us a, a rundown uh, on her, uh, basically her just mini bio, right? And we got to talking. And once we get, to, once we get going, like, the, there's no stopping that train. So I completely forgot to ask her to introduce herself and talk a little bit about, you know, who she is and what she does. So, so I wanted to just throw this in here quickly at the beginning. Let me introduce to you Sheila Marie. From, from a young age, Sheila Marie discovered her extraordinary psychic abilities and innate talent for communicating with the spirit world. Sheila's journey began when her father, a hypnotist, inadvertently unveiled her suppressed sixth sense. Despite resisting her gift for years, everything changed when she was tricked into locating Babe Ruth's long-lost piano by a historian aware of her psychic prowess now now here's the thing like she tells this story and it is it is so interesting and here i can relate with so much she talks about that fear of stepping into these gifts that fear of stepping into this role because of the well the fear of the judgment right what people are going to think um the, the torch wheeling vill- villagers you know um and and she speaks about this in her book her book is called forensic medium the power of the unseen and it's amazing you guys i highly recommend you look getting her book look it up on amazon um it is really amazing she she talks about her journey. She talks about her, her little nudges from spirit, following those breadcrumbs, getting her to where she is today and who she is today. She's not only this amazing forensic medium helping the FBI and and, and law enforcement agencies, but she's an incredible teacher as well. She she teaches others to tap into this innate. Talent, this innate gift, this innate peace within each and every one of us. You've heard me talk about this a thousand times. So, sorry, I digress. Let me go back to Sheila. After working as a police officer for 15 years where she secretly used her her spirit guides to solve crimes, she made the courageous decision to leave the force and embrace her mediumship fully. Sheila delved into a remarkable career collaborating with esteemed organizations like the New York City Police Department, the FBI, and other international agencies to solve complex and high-profile criminal cases. With an impeccable record so far, Sheila Marie has successfully resolved over 400 unsolved crimes. Sheila has devoted her life to teaching and has emerged as a spiritual guide for thousands through her mediumship classes private consultations, and group readings. You can learn more about Sheila Marie at SheilaMarieMedium.com. Forensic medium, the power of the unseen. Highly recommended, you guys. You're going to love this episode. Grab yourself a cup of tea and somewhere comfortable because this is a good one. All right, you guys, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Sheila Marie, welcome to Something Super Spiritual, yeah. the podcast. Thank I'm so you. honored to have you here, yes. and I love, I love, um, well, we're going to talk about the book that you wrote. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we're going to talk about your journey and how you got to where you are. Sure. Uh, it, it resonates so much with me with the work that I do. You know, I'm a medium yeah. as well, and I I have yes. this, this show, this podcast, this YouTube show, and the live YouTube show, and And, and, you know, our paths are so similar, even though they might be a little bit different, but that's what I love about having the, this platform to have these conversations because so many people are waking up to the truth of who we are. Right. Oh, right. And, and your journey rang so many bells within me. Um, and, and as far as like, you know, uh, how your experience, um, your fear about like what people were going to think of you and what people were oh. saying, and and oh, I mean, hello, you know, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my life. <laughs> oh, totally, and and then even the you know even the um, when you recognized it was spirit, you recognized it was more. But then when you found you know when the student is ready, the teacher arrives, right? And right. and when you started in on that, and you're like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, exactly. You I'm know not what? crazy. <laughs> Okay, so um, so thank you, thank you for the work that you you do. Thank you for
1: having me. You're
0: so welcome. So you know what? Let's just talk about Sheila Marie as a little girl. Like, what was life like for you? Did you were you connected, like dialed into spirits since the crib and all that? Well,
1: I I was actually, but I didn't understand it at the time, you know. But I didn't know. My mother used to always say to me she's psychic she's psychic and i used to get so upset because we were very catholic roman catholic and you can't go to a psychic or you're going to hell right (laughs) so i i i'm like oh my gosh but uh as a young child i was very connected to the i just call the universe spirit you know and um i spent a lot of time in the woods i was i was in uh grew up in suburbia in massachusetts and um i always knew that I was connected but I didn't share it you know and then when I got to be around 10 years old it really started the hormones started coming in everything started getting heightened and um things started taking off you know and uh but my when I was about 11 years old my my dad um was actually a policeman and um he was learning hypnosis on the side to do hit and run cases. Actually, it was really mediumship, but he said it was hypnosis because, again, socially, it wasn't accepted. Sure. And I would visit him on the weekends and he would say, sit down, Sheila, close your eyes. And he'd take me in a meditation. So I learned how to meditate at a very young age. And that's where it really all started taking off for me.
0: Right. You know what? that that's how I learned to meditate too. I went to my, my hypno girl, I would call her, she, you know, instead of going to, you know, conventional therapy, a counselor, I went to hypnotherapy and that's how I learned to meditate. So I I love that. Ooh, talk more. Oh
1: yeah. So, and so my, and so, um, I started using it at, at, you know, in school with work and stuff, you know, like tests and stuff, like, you know, thinking positive started dabbling into the energy And, and as a a young uh, uh, adolescent, I used that all the time, you know, so I was getting connected more, I was seeing the negative part of it, the positive part of it, and I was understanding the energy of being positive, manifesting, um, connecting, you know, and it's a big thing when I start when I teach the first thing I do is I teach meditation. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people will say to me, I can't meditate. Yep. I think too much. I'm like, guess what? That's perfect. You're supposed to think you're a human being and being conscious is meditation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, I could go on and off to different types of teaching and stuff like that, but honestly. Everybody is connected. Everyone is connected to the mm-hmm. universe and spirit. You know, depending what group I'm talking to, spiritualist. I I was part of the spiritualist church. I was taught there. Excuse me. I, I was part of the spiritualist church for a while, and I taught there at the Brockton spiritualist church in uh, Massachusetts. And, um, so I, you know, I started teaching, I, I saw on one of your podcasts that you, did you go to Arthur Finley's. school?
0: I did.
1: Yes. And I'm like, Oh, I've been to England too, London. And yeah, so it's a big connection there. And, um, but the, I forget even what I was talking about now, <laughs> no, but so any everything is energy and, um, it's so important to r- remember that we, when i talk about spirit i say the universe now because it's just much bigger than just spirit you know it's just true it's it's everything you know it's quantum physics it's string theory it's energy it's connection yes mediumship it's everything and what i've i've been traveling around the world and i've gone to different cultures and everyone is connecting just in every culture it's called something different yeah
0: that's totally Yeah, I talk about that all the time. You know, um, you know, we talk about Reiki. Reiki is universal right. life force energy. <clears throat> we talk course. about Qi. We talk about Chi. We talk about Prana. We talk about you know, it's all the same yeah. thing. And whether you right? want it to call it God or Allah or um, <clears throat> excuse me, or um, the universe or yeah. the Creator or the Great Central Sun or the sword, it's all the same yeah. thing, right? It's all
1: connection, and it's all translated through the vibration of love. Yes, the highest frequency you know and it's right it's really funny right now actually Friday I was in Maine and then I was rerouted I was told I need to come back to Massachusetts quickly so I'm here now in Massachusetts and I'm traveling like that. that's how it's going for me I'm just going with the flow uh-huh. and so now I was told that possibly I might be in Salem I'm like I've never been to Salem that's where all the witches are <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not sure I want to go to Salem. You know what I mean? I'm scared. <laughs> but and but you know, people classify me as a witch, you know, in this area because that's your connection is witchy poo, you know, <laughs> witch yep. stuff. It's all the witch. Woo. Trials, this and that. But yet when I was in India, I'm considered a goddess because I'm I'm a yogini because I can connect. You know what I mean? So it's just like, hmm, which culture do I like best? <laughs> yeah. You know. So it's amazing and uh so I think what for me for like when I when I started really coming out professionally, it took the, it was it was a, a quite a process and um for me is just becoming comfortable in your own inner light system, your own light, you know sure. because everyone is going to think something, everyone is going to um, talk about you. but what's important for me is is I work for the spirit world. You know, Mm -hmm. I work for the universe. I gave up my my uh human path for my life purpose.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah
1: and 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 ultimately I work for them and whatever is meant to be will meant to be. And I look at it this way when people talk about me and stuff, I'm not too concerned about them because they don't come to my house for coffee. Truth. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So I find that for me, uh, I'll just say for me when it was so hard for me to come out because I didn't even really know what was happening to me at the time. You know, like yeah. I knew uh, I I went to you know some classes. someone's my sister, want me want me to tell you the story or no? Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, so I was you know was seeing lights and stuff and um I was in my with house your physical and- eyes. With my physical eyes, got it. I was in my bedroom and I was talking to my sister on the phone, and I said to her, "Is it raining at your house?" Because I heard lightning and thunder, and she's like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, that's weird." So I went and I shut the window, and uh, it, there was rain coming out of the sky. And I said to myself, well, "That's a little weird." So I went, sat in the bed, and I looked, and and at the end of my bed is like a door that goes into a bathroom, and I said. Oh my God. I'm on the phone. Call. She's like, what's the matter? Like, oh. She's like, what? I'm like, oh. she's like, what, what's going on? There's something in my bathroom. She's like, what? I'm like, I saw a white light with my physical eyes, not my, my, my third eye. And it, and it, come around the door and it went back and I was afraid it would see me. And all of a sudden it flew across the room and that was it. And so my sister-in-law is convinced I'm seeing spirits, but really, I think it was, I saw an energy ball, you know, mm-hmm. or some type of alien or something. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. And um, so after that, my sister-in-law said to me, Oh, um, you got to go see such and such, whatever. There's a spirit guided class. You need to be part of it. Now my sister-in-law was very new age. Now you have to understand I was Roman Catholic, holy roller, don't have never been to a psychic, never had a reading in my life. And I'm thinking she's out of her freaking mind. I am not doing that, right? So I took the gift certificate. I put it in the counter. A year later, I said, oh gosh, she's coming for Christmas. I better go take that class because I don't want to hear the wrath of my Italian sister-in-law, right? So so I, I went to the class and I get in there and the woman that was leading the class what does she do? She takes us into meditation. Well, this time the vibration was different for me because she took she took it to an uncontrolled state where I was starting to see visions. And I said, oh my God, this is real, right? So I come out of there crying. I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, you should develop mediumship. I'm like, what's mediumship? <laughs> You're not knowing this. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, so I end up taking classes. And then that's how I started dabbling into the mediumship and started working with it and create, you know, taking classes and 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 blooming you know and so that happened from one thing to another the la, 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 la. and yeah. then I didn't realize it was my life purpose yeah oh yeah you know mm-hmm. I came home and I told my husband I said I have to do this and he goes what what do you have to do and I said I have to do mediumship he goes what the heck is that right we had we were clueless yeah I go you know readings and everything oh great That's just wonderful. So guess what? That was the end of my marriage. Seriously, yeah. And so it was life changing for me in many many ways. And I I said I said I said it's okay. You can divorce me now. I have to do this. I have to teach my my thing was is I have to teach people how to connect. If I don't do it, I'm going to die. And he's like, what? I'm like, yep. I go. I think it's called a life purpose or something. Somebody a life calling. Someone told me, but. I have to do this. I will die. And that's really, uh, that was the beginning of me developing, teaching, you know what I mean? And because it really, it really was that strong within me that I'm like, oh, this is my, this is why I'm here. I can't even, no one believed me because like, they're like, Sheila, I don't, people, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah.
1: You know? And so,
0: yeah. It's bonkers. It's bonkers how deep we feel it and we just yeah. know when that calling becomes a yelling, and suddenly yeah. we're like, um, "Okay, okay, okay," you know. Oh, you know. Yeah. Um, and 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 we talk about this often, you know. And and it's out there, uh, um, on TikTok and and Instagram and and Facebook. All the 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 and all of the the articles come through. So many people are talking about the spiritual awakening and how your life completely changes when you wake yeah. up to the truth and who we are. And who absolutely, you are, right. and why you're here, mm-hmm. you know, and and like mm-hmm. you said, you know, people, your your husband left, you know, yeah, and and that that happens to all of us. People start mm-hmm. to leave when we start to right, re- yeah, vi- and right the right here. people
1: come in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, it just people, falls off, and you absolutely. just start to bloom. Mm-hmm. You shed that skin like a snake.
0: 100%. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That happened to me oh too. Oh my
1: God. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. But you know what? I wouldn't change it for the world. No. And I never thought in a million years that I would be a forensic medium.
0: Okay. Yes, we're totally getting to that. That is like so fascinating. Um, yeah. Okay. So before we get there. Um, okay. <laughs> So you are recognizing this within yourself. I read in your book, uh, which which caught my mind or caught my eye. You said, I think it was something like, "To hell with what people think." Um, Absolutely. And 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 it's so true. We do get to this oh, place yeah. on our insides where it's, you know, what suddenly what everybody thinks about us is really none of our business, and we're just going to yeah. focus on spirit and our service. And here we go. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, it's all about serving.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah that is absolutely it it. really is and
1: when you serve you you grow
0: too Mm -hmm. oh always and
1: you grow in your mediumship like to me like I I didn't start getting dreams till my 30s like I would get premonitions but not information about crimes and stuff like that was totally unexpected I'm like okay there's definitely a higher source here that's controlling everything because I'm not asking for this (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just happening. I'm like, holy cow. You know what I mean? It's amazing mm-hmm. what I find in mediumship. Once you, once you go to one level and you complete it and you work for spirit and you do what they ask, then they take you to a next level. But if you don't learn it yet, they keep you there for a while until it, you bloom, you mm-hmm. know, until mm-hmm. you get to the next step. And I tell everyone there's no perfect medium. Mm-hmm. No. At all. Mm -hmm. I said, because everyone's constantly moving forward and evolving. And I said, and if someone thinks they're perfect, they need to go back to class.
0: (laughs) Oh, because the
1: ego is in the
0: way, (laughs) you know, know, one thing I do, you know, this is we're, we're, we're constantly in development and we need to be consciously in development. I mean, this is a never ending growth and, and expansion. So yeah, if anybody is thinking that they've made it, no.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nope. You got to go back to class. I tell everybody the ego, leave the ego. When I have, I have a studio in um, Medway and I said, when I, when people come in for classes or I go on workshops or retreats, I say to them, if you have ego, just leave it at the door. Cause I'm going to knock you out at the knees if you have it. And you're yeah. not going to like it. <laughs> and it's because I love you. It's not because I'm competing with you. I want you to be the best you can be. 100%. That's like my goal. When I teach people how to connect is I want them to be the best, medium or person or whatever they are i deal mm-hmm. with entrepreneurs i deal with mediums all different walks of life yeah. i'm going to help you to be the best that you can be and help you to tap into that source of energy and break down those barriers that are uh are blocking you all the fears you know and all yeah. the mistrust and everything and, and i love watching people bloom i that's like my favorite thing to do is teach people you know uh, yeah
0: it's it's really beautiful to watch them come into their own. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a teacher yet, but I've witnessed a lot. Oh, of but people you come into their own. What's wrong with you? We need to get well, you going. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's
0: coming. It's coming. It's natural yeah. within me. It is coming. Um, but yeah, I think that's more next year. That's yeah, when
1: more, you start um, to share. You grow too.
0: Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: You know, I, I find it, it challenges you more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. So, so you are recognizing this within yourself. You're going to your classes. You're you're really opening up. I, one of my questions was, uh, uh, you know, how you ended up in the forensic mediumship aspect. But you had mentioned that your father was a police officer.
1: Yeah, and I used to be too.
0: Oh, you were too. Oh, so yes, that makes absolute sense. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about yeah. this because this is so. I felt that in me, this ping in me going that direction a little bit. OK, oh, well, sure. that could
1: be why you're being brought to me. I it's need to help you develop 100%. that. 100%. I do mentorship, just saying. OK, well, then. <laughs> no, uh, so, yeah. so yeah, so my dad was police. Uh, however, my dad uh, was a hypnotist on the side and would do hit and run cases. I know he was doing mediumship. But my dad chose not to continue that. He chose to be a chief of police instead. So it's two different worlds. It's ego and mind and control are different. So it's hard to be connected, you know? Yeah. So later on in life, I, you know, I was a police officer as well, because I was from a policing family and I used to work at Wellesley College. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's the sister school for MIT in Boston. And then, okay. but I worked, yeah, and I worked there. I worked other places as well, but that was my main place. And um, actually, I think Bob was it uh oh hillary clinton went there <laughs> that's what i know wow. and um yeah so um so anyways uh i don't want to bring politics in <laughs> but um yeah so but um that's the famous college anyways i worked there and um what was i saying oh what was i talking oh the policing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so this is really interesting so after i told my husband i'm going to do this i what i did was is i um Rented a place on Sundays, an hour away from where I lived, because I had kids. I didn't want anyone to know what I was doing, and people would come to me, and I would give the readings all day long, <laughs> and that's how I started developing me, and, and that's when I started dabbling to the spiritualist church too a little bit then, yep. and it was all introduction, learning this and that, and um, uh, oh yeah. So, anyways, later on, I had a, a another place in uh, oh, I, actually, I think I was at the mill in Medway and. A person from the Historical Society called me, uh, Sudbury Historical Society, and they said, could you come out on Sundays and stand in a field and tell us what you see? And I said, sure, no problem. So went out on Sundays. It was all documented. Every Sunday, I'd go out there and they would document me and um, I would start reciting poems and music. I was just channeling, basically. And um, I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool because I was never a student. I never read a book. Only two books I read. Seriously, because I was such a feeler. I never could sit still enough for it to read a book. Yeah. So I didn't know much about history. <laughs> so the things that I was reciting and stuff were things that only uh, like the historians knew. I'm like, oh my God, you know, so it was amazing. So that was oh, kind of cool. Awesome. So anyways, one of the guys, um, yeah, this is this gets even better. So one of the guys that was part of the uh, Historical Society, he had been searching for Babe Ruth's piano. You know Babe Ruth, the baseball famous baseball player. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. uh so uh for and um he had been searching for him and I didn't realize it, but what they were doing is they were priming me to find Babe Ruth's piano. <laughs> they didn't tell me. They snuck. they were being sneaky, yeah. And here I am just offering my time, going out, and um, yeah. So uh I'm trying to think what else. Oh yeah, so that yeah, so he didn't they didn't tell me. And now you have to understand the environmental police of the state of Massachusetts had been looking in this certain area. It's called Willis Pond. There's like zero visibility in this pond for Babe Ruth's Piano for 30 years. Couldn't find it. So they brought me out there because they at this point they had started taking me to new places and there was a water. And in my mind's eye, I saw um, Fenway Park the big green um, wall at Fenway Park. And I said, Oh, my God, this is that big root thing." I don't want anything to do with this. I was in panic. I said, Please, I don't want anyone to know what I do. Oh, come on, just give us five minutes. It's not a big deal. I said, All right, fine. Look, I'll give you 10 minutes. And then let's get back to work. So they put me up on a hill and I picked up a stick. And, and in my head, I started seeing nautical marks. So I told them the nautical marks, didn't think anything of it I'm like oh good that's over with now we can move on because I'm excited about learning the history right right and yeah well I didn't know it they had a permit for the pond they had state divers the next day okay yeah I was like what and uh they went out and they found the veneers of the piano in 10 minutes
0: stop
1: yeah I'm not kidding you I was like Holy crap. I'm, <laughs> <my friends. laughs> I'm like, how did that happen? Right. So, so, but I was de no, you know, think that would be exciting? I was devastated because now they had uh the Herald, Boston Herald, this article went all around the world to uh Japan, India, Australia, everywhere about me and the baby. I was everyone knew. It, it was like God said, you're coming out today. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You
0: just got yanked out of that closet.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Right. And and it was, and I was on the news, everything. And I was like, I just wanted to die. That was the end of my marriage, but it was supposed to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. But to me, it was terrifying, but it was meant to happen. Yep. Next thing I know, I'm getting knocks at my door from different agencies, different families. Can you help us find this? Can you help us with this investigation? Can you help us with this homicide? And that's how the forensics happened for me. Wow. Yeah. And I never have looked for a crime. I don't do many missing persons. I do a lot of homicides actually. <laughs> but I do a lot of big crime, big things, world crimes, you know. They call come to me. I don't look for them because I said, okay, universe, just bring me who I'm supposed to help. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how I do it because I could go on all day. You know, I don't want to. Be, I, just help me the people I can.
0: Yeah. Next
1: thing I know, I started. uh I think one of the cases it was in New York City, and uh, I'll never forget this. Of course, my husband at the time he's like doesn't you know he's done right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I start having dreams. I had a dream every night for two weeks, so I had to get up and write everything down, show maps this and that. And I got information in two weeks for the whole crime. Yeah, it was just amazing. And I had to, I begged God and, you know, please don't give me anymore because I can't sleep, you know. So that's how it happened to me. And then, so sometimes in, in investigations now I get dreams. Sometimes I don't. But what I do is I just say, okay, give me the name or give me the area. Don't tell me anything. I don't want to know anything about the crime. I don't oh, want no. to know anything. I wouldn't either.
0: No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Either.
1: And then, and then I just let it. I just live regular, and then just let it happen. Yeah. And that's that's how that happened to me. <laughs> but I use my my policing background too. There's a point where a lot of people. I'm, I mean, anyone can just do a reading, mm-hmm. and get information. But I don't do it that way. I, it's like a whole process. I, a case can last from one hour. To six weeks to three months. You know what I mean? So I just let it happen. I write reports. I get, uh, and when I get information from Swear, then I write it down, then I analyze it, and I draw maps. You know, it's just crazy. (laughs) And then I have a whole report. Here you go. You know what I mean? And, but it's, I'll tell you the funny part is usually the first page always, always the first page has all the information. It's just about the interpretation. you have to interpret sure. it right It's yep. find out. And that's the hardest part, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, it's crazy.
0: So when you, when you are working in this manner, yeah. are you getting information from loved ones on the other side or is this purely psychic work?
1: Uh, I'm getting information from the deceased. Sometimes, oh got it
0: got it okay okay got it yeah uh, from
1: them like like say that that uh dream the dreams i had for two weeks of this little boy yep he was coming to me in the dream and i would and it was interesting in the dream when i'm dreaming all of a sudden football lights will come on like i'm conscious in my dream yep and i can hear and see it's it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah it's great so i can mm-hmm. differentiate and um so I, I'm not sure who the controller is that's sh- that's controlling that. Is the divine, is it the deceased? It's somebody. It could be my guides. No, that's another question, too, about guides. I'll, t- I'll talk about that in a second. But uh it's definitely the divine. The yeah, divine is I, showing. I, I
0: was gonna say it's your soul. I think it's your soul. I think your soul yeah, is,
1: absolutely. It knows
0: when you need to like, you know, take wake up from that little nap for a moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On your insides.
0: Um yeah. I'm a huge dreamer too. So I completely relate with that. Um, you know, the, the, the
1: see um, I was never a dreamer remaining. before.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, it all happens at the right times, you know. Yeah. Like
0: so I just this is so fascinating for me and 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 for so many people, obviously. Um, but but in those dreams, like when they're when when the visitation happens with somebody mm-hmm. you you're you're either looking for or you need information from, um it, had you already started the case or is this like in the middle of the case and then they show up well, and they're like, "Hey, I'm here to help or
1: wow, well, and- that's really funny that you say that because one time, no, in the beginning, it happened like during the case, you know that's how I I guess that's how spirit presented it to me mm-hmm. sometimes now what ha- what will happen to me is, I'll just know something's going to happen, like clairsentient, like you just know. Mm-hmm. And I'll get a dream. And, and I was just speaking of dreams. I'll get a dream. And I saw that was a really weird dream. I'm going to write it down just in case. It happened two times when I wrote down maybe three days of dreams. A woman came into me. She goes, such and such. I said, wait a second. I said, hold on a second. Don't say anything. <laughs> and I said, hold on. And I went back my files. I said, does this make sense? She's crying. i'm like like, oh yeah i'm like ego have a great day you know i do a lot of pro bono i don't do a lot for money because it's 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 through love you know it's about helping and so yeah so that that was amazing and it's sad you know it's really sad it's hard a lot of people say oh you're so cool you're a forensic medium like it's not that cool i'm like i'm like what's so cool about it because some of most of it is uh uh, it's all data and information is what forensics is. Yeah. You
0: know?
1: And, but sometimes the crimes are, I can taste the evil in it. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And so I just want to get the information and be done with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't look for it myself. I let the divine show me cause they know what I'm able to do and what I'm not. And yeah. I give it to God, you know, yeah. let go and get like God, you know? And, um, Yeah. So, oh yeah. So sometimes I get the information before. Matter of fact, one case, oh God, there's so many. um, A lot of times now what I'll do is I'll say, like say a a family comes in instead of an agent or something. Usually the agents will just call me and say, hey, Sheila, got something for you. I said, okay, what's the first name or what's the avenue or something? That's all they tell me. And Mm -hmm. then I do it. I said, okay, give me two weeks. That's what I tell them, but it might be done in an hour or two, you know, and I just live my life and I'll say, okay, should I, should I go in and ask? I usually don't. I usually don't go in my head and ask my guides. I let my guides show me. So what they'll do is they'll show me like, I'll be driving down the road and uh, let's see, let's, what's a good example. I keep seeing the same word over and over and over again, everywhere I go, I'm like, okay, I got to pay attention. Write that down, write that down, you know? And then I'll get to the point where I'm like, okay, it's time to sit. Okay, spirit, show me about this name or whatever, and then boom, they they start showing me visions or feeling or whatever. However, they're showing me in my clairses, and I'll just write it down or draw or whatever. And it, but it comes real fast. It's oh, yeah. like, it's like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I'll do that, and then I'll I'll be on a high energy. It depends. I'll be honest with you. There's really I've done hundreds of cases, and there's not one case that's ever been the same or similar, you know. Uh, so. Like, there might be an outline of it, but never are they ever the same. Uh, So I'm amazed every time. I actually, I I call myself an energy junkie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, right. You understand, right? Because you get high off of it. And I'll be honest with you, when I'm working on a case, I'm like, "and oh my God, this, this, that. And like, and then my my policing, from what I've learned, I used to be an investigator, comes out to me, I'm like, oh, and then, uh, but then I have to I have to know the difference. I have to know, am I thinking this? Am I creating this? And this is what I teach in my classes. Is it a controlled vision or an uncontrolled vision? You know, am I fearing this? Am I seeing the fear? Am I feeling the fear? You know, um uh I have so you so a lot of times you have to, for me anyways, when I'm working on a case, I have to stay in check with myself and stay soul, like you would say, stay in my inner light system and not be human and know the difference you know
0: yeah.
1: and and that's hard but and it's trust and it's trust my guides uh i have a few i have a few guides that i used to work with um uh, uh that died that were police officers who helped me who i asked to help me. oh
0: that doesn't surprise me one bit
1: yeah and there's not one that's dead on like no pun intended he's dead on but <laughs> but, he, <laughs> but he's wonderful he helped me but i and i the key is is for me in all mediumship, not just be doing the forensic part of it is letting go, letting God, but trusting in your higher power, 300%, not hundred, but 300, just letting it happen and never, ever doubting it or questioning it. Cause there's a higher reason why things are happening. And they, and by the end of that case, everything is connected and then I can review it. And it's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's really kind of cool
0: it it really is it, it's fascinating you know you know for 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 years we have heard about well we've heard about the you know how the FBI uses um um psychic investigators and and we hear how police forces are using psychic investigators yeah. and it's not i don't think it's like really like um information that's like t- talked about that much but right. when you're on this side of the the topic you know we we know people who know people and and so you know it's out there a little bit um and i i just love i love your path your journey like it is no surprise you were meant to be that investigator in that time that you absolutely. were absolutely giving you yeah. all of that experience
1: oh absolutely moral. and i never knew why i was a police officer because my whole family was but i never thought i would that was just not who i would who I what I would choose <laughs>
0: yeah right yeah it, and it's just fascinating and yeah. uh, and and yeah. here you are doing this truly amazing work I mean you know yeah. uh, often you know I talk about this work that we do um with with mediumship uh you know it is we get to participate in miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle right right and right. and and for you having had that experience as an investigator, and how your guides are nudging you in this direction and nudging you in this direction, and nud- oh, yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're bam, 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 and here you are with that with that experience thrown at you with Babe Ruth's piano. Like, had you <laughs> yeah. known that was coming, you probably would have shied away from it. You probably would have oh, gotten in your not. way. You probably would have been yeah. like, ah, 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 you know, I, spirit. The intelligence to spirit is so mind-blowing our, our human brains right? just can't wrap themselves around the yeah. vastness the oh yeah oh yeah it's just it's just yeah amazing. it's
1: amazing yeah it's uh, you have to just be humble to it
0: yeah know? yeah
1: because i th- i think to myself oh people will say oh you're that's so cool you're a forensic medium lincoln all right <laughs> no but you know what i mean but it's a lot of work it's a good, yeah. because uh, when you do it, like when I teach my, when I teach students, I teach them like say mediumship, say, so you know, the classes, right? You know, clairvoyant, clairaudient, all that kind of stuff. What I teach them is to, to work all their classes together. So they're a beautiful piano. Instead of just one, because we have so many vast areas of mediumship that can all work together. And when you do that, you fine tune it. And I, 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 and a lot of people say I'm clairvoyant. I'm like, well, everybody's clairvoyant. Everybody is, but let's get your, let's you get your piano working so you can do it all at once. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And, and I talk you know? about that too, that, you know, we are, we're, we're the first and foremost, fundamentally, we are eternal spiritual beings, period. So Absolutely. there is, we are all dialed in. We are all connected with That's all right. of those, all of those connections, the Claire's, right? That's we are right. firing on all cylinders. We just have to uh-huh. learn what it feels like and what, it, how, what, what, it, what it's like on our insides.
1: Right. Yeah. You, know, you well, got to connect. You got to work that inner light system to, to, yeah. to get it going. And, and I always tell everybody, don't forget <laughs> we live in space. You know, here's the planet. And, you know, like we're spiritual beings, you know, and then these bodies are just our astronaut suits. That's it. And our soul, our inner light system, our energy inside of us is who we are. Mm-hmm. and when these bodies uh, people say to me oh the spirit world we're in the spirit world
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're already it's all spirit. right here mm-hmm. yeah we're already spirit when we leave these when these bodies don't work we leave these bodies to another dimension to different dimensions and there's i don't know I'm, I'm sure there's billions and millions and zillions because everything is quantum everything is electricity everything is energy it's universal you know and this is i tell everybody this is our life here is one dream, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? It's true though, it's right? It's so true. It's one dream. So why are you worrying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just be conscious, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's hard because we're conditioned so much not to be because that's a form of control. And mm-hmm. once you let go of the control of the human world and, the so- and society's control and all of that, any type of control, then you become one and you can just be, and then your inner light will shine, you know?
0: Yeah. You allow that inner light to shine. And, and it's just yeah. so, it's so beautiful to come to that other side, to really oh. like, you know, to be in that space of darkness i use quotes in that space of darkness where where we do believe that this is all it is and ashes to ashes dust to dust and nothing exists except this and why did i get dealt with this awful hand and i you (laughs) know i I grew up with you know yeah and and it's yet, but when we move we're able to move through that and the light turns on and the light turns up and suddenly we're like, what is happening? And then, and then yeah. we start to attract like-minded people and all these people start to come at us in this, and this. Nice. And then we all have these conversations. And, and that's why I love having this, this format yeah. to, to this platform. To oh yeah. So blessed. I'm so grateful <laughs> for you
1: too, my dear. <laughs> yeah. And I, I find that, you know, uh, it's so true. Energy tracks energy. You know, if I tell everybody, you know, We're all energy. If you're having a bad day, turn the music up, put Christmas music on, whatever makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Change that vibration, change your manifesting in your mind, change your thought process. Change, you can change anything you want to. You're never stuck. Your mind is making you stuck, you know? And Mm -hmm. a lot of people just don't have the tools, but the tools are there if you pay attention. Yeah. And if you want them there, you know? Yeah. You're the creator of your own world.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Um with okay, uh I had a question. And that's why you'll be teaching soon. I I will be, yes. I absolutely I
1: want you to teach. When (laughs) I have a retreat, you can come teach.
0: All right, love. I will absolutely take you up on it.
1: Seriously. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I would love that. I'm always looking for help. And then I can give you your own class. You could do your thing. You're good.
0: All right. Thank you. I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) Um okay. So so with the forensic mediumship. This question hit me way back when, and now it's coming back. When I was, when I saw this, that this is what you do, my first thought, even being in this world, you know, I'm not fully versed in, in all of that. I uh, it's, it's, it's on the peripheral for me. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, so my initial thought was that you do, you know, mainly like um, missing people, right? Um, right.
1: A lot of people think that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so what else does it encompass? You, you said finding things. So you found the piano, but like what else, you look for yeah
1: so well i have a lot of people that come to me they need information about crimes or deaths you know yeah so like they need they need that missing i look at myself sometimes as a lead Mm -hmm. and that missing link that they need that's what they they need from that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh so missing part like homicides stuff like that you know um, or sometimes they just want to know the truth and the characters and the places. but what but it's more than just the it's more than just doing a reading. Where do they live?
0: <laughs> right.
1: You know, what's their name? What's their numbers? What's their addresses? Can you find you know what I mean? So like if I'm if I'm working with an agent, they want to know it all. <laughs> so I can I can be that un, the power of the unseen. So that's the name of the book, Forensic Medium: The Power of the Unseen. So the power of the unseen will show me what they're needing to solve that case. You see? Mm-hmm. So it you can do that in a reading, but a lot of times it's forensics too. You know, like I'll I'll get the information, then I'll have to write it down, then I have to analyze and I I do more than just a reading, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anything you could possibly think of, I've done.
0: It's really it's fascinating. So did you did you um, did you like go to um, did you have a teacher kind of walk oh. you through these steps or did you did spirit teach you or you know what I mean? Spirit did taught me. That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: So I'll have to tell you. So I I of course I knew how to do the mediumship
0: mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm.
1: and then my um, the guy that I told you about with the Babe Ruth piano, he said to me, now this is before I started getting knocks on the door you should do missing persons. Cause he's thinking he's, he's going to make money off of me. Right. And I'm just stupid, not stupid, but I was very naive thinking I'll help you. You know it's what I fine. mean? I don't want your money, but I'll see what I can do in my head. And, you know, so he shows me a missing persons case and uh, he doesn't tell me anything about the case. This is how I learned. I learned through him. Well, spirit helped me with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I am, I'm, I'm reflecting that, but so, He showed me the person's face. I didn't know her name or anything. I need to know. So I was telling him everything, right? And then he goes, okay, we're going to go find her. And I said, what? Are you on your mind, right? He's like, come on, it'll be fun. I'm like, okay, fine. It sounds like, so we, so he goes, he sat in the car. I I think he was my angel, you know, he -hmm. sat in my, he was my guide. Definitely. He sat in my car and he goes, okay, where are we going? I said, I'll tell you this. And I boom, boom, boom. So he would asked me a question and I would ask my police officer friend I told you about yep. where, and he would tell me and, he, and I'd write it down. I drove him. I, I can't say the name of, so when I talk about cases, now you have to understand these people are still alive. Right. And, and there's murders involved. So I have to protect myself. Very so I'm going to say, a, I'm going to say a different state. That's okay? okay. Yep. We drove two States away from where we were. And I had no idea. He's like, okay, where do we go now? I'm like, left. This is le-. I had no idea. And sure enough, I drove him right to the town, right smack to the, the almost where the crime happened. Uh, and I was like, are you flipping kidding me? This is, so it's that adrenaline rush is like, oh, wow, yeah. you know? So we get out. That was my first experience with the FBI because we had to present ourselves. He goes, I have a medium here. I want to, so she's like, I'm like, okay. I'm like they think we're crazy, right? He's like, "Don't worry, they're used to it." I'm like, "Okay, fine." So mean, I spending- was going to ask that
0: actually, like, <laughs> yeah, are,
1: do they, people go, as, or are uh, well, they like cool? <laughs> well, you have to understand, and me being a police officer myself, it's very ego world, you know. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. all about you know, um, so and when you're open, because when you when you're doing this, you're really wide open. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're feeling everything around you, all the people. So. I got to the point, although not that time, but I had to learn my lessons as I went. But I learned to just block it out now. I don't care. I just focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. But it took a while for me to figure that out because it was draining. I can imagine. So, yeah. So we sat in a certain area and he's like, okay, ask ask spirit this, ask spirit. I'm like, okay. So I wrote everything down. I took him to the place that happened. He didn't even know. So we found out. So that's how things happen. And then what happened is we came up with this report similar to what I have I've been telling you about. And we presented it to the FBI and they said, oh, great. And then they found her and maybe not 50 feet. Yeah. So it was amazing. So that's what how it happened. And and then later on in life, uh, uh, the man, he had his own business, so he did his own thing. I said, oh, how can I do this without him? And I'm not going to do this. So I said, okay. So then I had to get in practice of asking myself what he would ask me. So I have now what I would call a blueprint for forensics, where I teach people how to do it and this, what to ask this and that, and a procedure, you know, and uh, that's how that happened. (laughs) That was crazy, but uh, I I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, Yeah. yeah, That's amazing.
0: Yeah. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't either for you. I I, just such a, it's such an amazing. Journey and experience. Yeah, we have
1: a great time when I teach the forensic students. Oh my God. And I put them on mock cases. They say, okay, oh, when I work with you, I'm like, no, unfortunately, I don't work well. I need to just be doing me. That's just me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, uh, no offense, but that I have to just be able to live my life. And, you know, but I do mock cases for them and we have so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's fun watching them develop into the forensics that they are too. You know, and and the thing about it is, is the key is the mediumship, though. Yeah, you know, um, or or and and another culture would say the connecting to the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it, it, yeah. It's uh developing that to the highest capacity you can. I feel and uh and getting to know it, knowing the difference between an uncontrolled vision and a and a controlled vision, and that's key. And getting to know your inner life system is uh, once once the students get there, then I offer the forensics to them because mm-hmm. you have to develop that. You can't just go in and do a reading because yeah. it's much just more than that, you
0: know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I guess I I developed my own little style. I guess I never thought of it that way. <laughs>
0: really cool. It's really yeah. cool. <laughs> when you when you do these teaching this teaching do you is it all in person or do you do it online like everything is I online usually, now, uh
1: Well, I do do psychic development online now since COVID. Yeah. Uh, so which is great, which actually gives me a great platform to teach globally. Which sure. Is wonderful. Yep. And so I do do psychic development online. I also do it in person as well. uh Right now I'm in transition because I'm relocating my studio. It, it's in Medway, Mass. But I'm not sure where I'm going. It's either somewhere south. I'm not sure. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm working on doing workshops and retreats instead, but I would do that in person too, you know, oh, and yeah. mentoring. I do actually, I do mentorship online. A lot of it is online right now, but it doesn't have to be. It can be in person too, like in a workshop retreat, you know? Sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But it, you can go to my website. It's um, shielamariemedium.com. And it always has the information there, you know? It's it's forever changing. <laughs> I
0: understand that it, it's always yeah. it's always in production, you know. Yeah, it's right. Constantly in expansion and and yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. what I find is um I'm relocating because I find that I'm I'm global now. So keeping me in one area is not good. I'm not helping many people that way. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, so I'm so I'm hoping in the next six months to. Uh, do some workshops when it comes to psychic development or like a week workshop or a weekend type of deal. And I've done them at my studio before too. People usually come, but I, it's time to travel now.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, beautiful.
1: Yeah. So do you do you, when
0: you are doing the forensic work, is it always just locally in Massachusetts or do you go other like elsewhere, like oh. the West coast? Oh, it's or it's south. global. Oh, you go it's everywhere. Glo-
1: it's oh, global. God. And I don't have to be there for all of it. Yeah. Yeah all i need is the name or something and um i you know i i'm not the type of person uh it depends how how if they want me to come i'll, I'll come you mm-hmm. know uh but 9 times out of 10 i don't have to be there because i can see everything spirit shows me in my head anyways and and wherever i'm at
0: you know, well, it, you know,
1: and, and what going there, uh, depending, like if it's a missing person, it's crime, it's kind of scary, to be honest with you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because uh, people don't understand that. I'm like, like, Oh, I'm going to go out with the dogs. that? I'm like, I, oh. I just got to stay focused on my mm-hmm. head. And I just need to stay humble to spirit and what spirit wants me to do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can get a lot of information, you know, I, you know, years ago, nobody even believed in like Remember the Jetsons? Remember the cartoon, mm-hmm. the Jetsons? Yeah. yep. Oh my gosh. Well, we live in the Jetsons world now, don't we? Pretty much. <laughs> like cell yeah. phones, like no one can mm-hmm. understand. I mean, that's virtual. You know, a yeah. cell phone is virtual. we That's actually very paranormal when you think about it, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. spirit is the same way, you know, and spirit shows you what you need to. It's kind of really cool. my I was in India for three months at the beginning of the year. My brother says to me, Sheila, you're at the other side of the world. I said, No, well, not really. It's no different than you being an hour from me. True. It's it's virtual, mm-hmm. you know, it's paranormal virtual. I said, it, it's all we're all existing on the same level and the same energy, anyways. So don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, at the at as quantum physics and, and string theory, you know, all that tells us is that there really is no time and space. And and that right. everything is happening at the same time. And that, you know, right. we're all connected in ways that we you're, you know, if a if a particle vibrates at this side of the universe, then something is happening on the opposite side of the universe, and then it's all happening. You know what I mean? So it's like that's right. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well And
1: there's no such thing as time, man made time. That's it,
0: totally. We just need that. We need that so we can get from point A to point B. The
1: structure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's our problem. Exactly. And, you know, I tell everyone don't live in the past, just be present. And that's so hard because we live in such Ooh, a world where it is know?
0: hard, you know, when we're talking about pain and trauma and oh, yeah. all that goes with that, you know, and we're stuck in it and caught. And I it. do
1: believe that most mediums have had a lot of pain
0: oh absolutely Mm -hmm.
1: to reach the other side but but they're willing to work through it and you know i tell everyone you can't stay stuck there you can't change what happened a half an hour ago so you Mm -hmm. just need to give it life so what i tell my clients is i said listen i said you're having anger resentment you're stuck in the past part of you that's okay you're normal you're human so now it's time to send it love So now it's time to tell, even if you don't forgive a person or a circumstance that happened in the past, tell them spiritually, I forgive you, even if you don't. And what's happening is you're changing that vibration. So next time when you think about it, it's coming back to you on a newer vibration of love and not that hatred, that, uh, that Mm -hmm. deep dark stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. it helps to let go, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, that, and, and it's, it's hard, you know, doing, I'm sure, you know, doing many readings, you learned about different people, different circumstances. And a lot of people are experiencing the same things. And we all think that we're alone, but we're not.
0: We're so not.
1: Yeah. And we're all, we're all energy. We're all love. The purest vibration is love. And sometimes love can be sad and happy and mad and angry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that there is a dark, there is dark out there too,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Well, we live in a 3D world. Uh, We live in a, a a, where we live with polarity, you know? Light and dark, fat and thin, tall and short, you know? (laughs) I mean, we can't know one without the other. So yeah, it is there. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And so what can you do? I said, tell, oh, when the negative is there, it's just balancing things out. You like the yin and the yang. You know, you have to have. It's like um, it's like electromagnetic, You know, it's like the positive and neg- the negative of uh, energy comes together and coagulates to make you push through. Mm-hmm. You can't have just one. You have to have both to move forward. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, and that was. And you know how I learned that? <laughs> this is funny. My parents <laughs> sent me to electrology school for a year when I was nineteen. <laughs> And I learned about uh positive and negative and how you move forward, electromagnetic. So it, you know, <laughs> coagulating. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was my experience. And I learned biology, everything about science. I learned at that school, and then I did policing. So I really do believe that everybody has a purpose. Totally. And everyone's life purpose is different. Now, for my life purpose, this was part of my foundation to get me where I need to be, where Absolutely. I am now. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yep. You know, so I tell them I have a daughter and a son and they're in their early 20s and I'm like, don't worry about it. In 10 years, call me. (laughs) I said, everything's going to change. Don't think everything's going to stay the same these years (laughs) because the 20s were like, where am I going? Where?" Oh, my God. Getting pulled like like uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, not her. uh, Oh, Stretch Armstrong. You oh know? yes. <laughs>
0: oh, that that takes us back.
1: Yeah. Right. I,
0: I had one of those, and he popped, and there was syrup all over the oh, carpet. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> now, what is the universe trying to tell you with that? That's the question. <laughs> Just let you let it happen. Don't try so hard.
0: <laughs> the universe told me that my mother was very upset. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh my God. Is, yeah, oh. crazy. Life is crazy, but you just gotta live in the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. When I went to India, a half, I couldn't listen to anyone. I went there for meditation. I was meditating. Um, actually I took this picture behind me the Himalayans and uh, I was in, I was in the foothills and we, I was in the Himalayans and that's actually smog, which is kind of sad because it's different than it is here, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, um, I didn't listen to anybody. I just, I had it planned all the people that I knew who were positive were going to help me get there. And I, I planned it out and I went and I was meditating in caves with yogis and it was really kind of cool,
0: but that culture
1: that I'm going back again, maybe next year. Uh, To do more meditation and learn some more, but I tell you what an experience
0: that was, you know, and um, it sounds life changing.
1: Yeah, and uh, it makes you very humble,
0: Mm -hmm. to what
1: we have here too. I didn't want to come back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's not surprising. That's not surprising at all.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, why am I going back? (laughs) I mean, I love my children, but maybe they could come visit me. Exactly. (laughs) You know, but, you know, uh, spirit will take you on, even in relationships, you know, like personal relationships that you have and stuff will be different. And uh, my whole life's changed big time. Never, not nothing what I thought, that's for sure.
0: You know, a a little while back, you mentioned um, the paranormal. Do you experience the paranormal on a regular basis? And and I guess what I mean. Uh, you is mean like, on like in a human, like here and, or like, in my head? Yeah, like like you the paranormal over the last 20 years has just exploded, you know, with all the TV, the the travel channel shows, oh, yeah. ghost hunters, ghost adventures. This is really blah, blah, funny. Blah, I stuff. have
1: to tell you this. this yes. Is, this is uh I'm I I'm really a loner
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I this is funny, because I don't, I didn't want, when I, all the last 20 years, I would say, I don't watch any psychic shows or anything. And people turn on, I'm saying, no, like that. I said, I don't want it. you know why? Because at the time, I didn't want to know what people thought of me. Because I'm a pretty big judge. Like, I judge everything. Yeah. So if I watch that, I said, oh, my God, this is what, pe- I don't want people to think this of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to block out all of that you know and um yeah so i kind of stay in my own world like a hermit kind of in a sense uh which has benefited me uh and and in some ways but uh so what was your question <laughs>
0: Do you experience the paranormal on a daily basis? Like when you're out and about, if you, if oh, you like, and- like,
1: you mean like, like something flying across the wall or something. Uh, yeah.
0: Like- or let's say you go to a restaurant that's in a 400 year old building and you feel that residual energy and you, you might feel, you know. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel everything all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel everything all the time. Like I know I'm not alone. Like, and when it comes to like ghosts and stuff like that, and I'll, I'll just say <laughs> not right now. Yeah. what i say to them like i was st- i was at my friend's house and i had to uh, i was sleeping on in her guest room and the light kept on flickering off and on and i'm like i'm sleeping right now I'm like please not right now. so the next day i this is really you're gonna love this a couple weeks later i had a gallery you know a gallery spirit gallery yeah, yeah so it was yeah. like 100 people and yeah. we're all there and this certain friend is at the door maybe this is two or three weeks later she's at the door and I'm giving everyone readings and no one's understanding this reading out of a hundred people and I'm thinking listen there's a guy here he's talking about the light going off and on he's and all of a sudden I hear Sheila don't you remember the light (laughs) and I said oh my god it was her spirit (laughs) Right. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. I like, and 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 that's what I love about spirit is they always catch me off guard. I'm sure this happens to you all the time when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and, and, and like, even during a reading, oh, I'm yeah. like, you want, like, you understand that? Are you kidding me? Yeah.
0: Oh, I, I totally get that. That surprise. I mean, we surprise ourselves all the time. Like, how did that happen? We know how it happened, but it's like that really came out of my mouth like <laughs> yeah
1: right yeah. yeah like where did that come and i just love yeah it's amazing like how like when you work all your clear all your clairs like all the like i love it when like i'm doing a reading on someone and i'm smelling smoke i'm seeing something feeling and it's all happening at one time I'm oh like, yeah <laughs>
0: I just had that the other day where I was, I started to smell meatballs and like in in, in marinara and I saw the picture and I saw the feeling of the love of making those oh, meatballs. And I mean, that, that was her wonderful? love language. You know, that's how she isn't provided. Oh yeah. It was just, it's just, it's. This
1: is what I say to that. Not now I'm on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll say, I my brownies, stop it. Stop it. You're triggering. You're making triggers with me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. it's It's hard. I would say um it can be very lonely
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah
1: and, yeah been there. and they uh, been there,
0: been there been yeah there especially in the
1: not not so much the readings I'm, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just used to that after a while yeah but <laughs> I would say uh, when I'm doing the um the cases I completely people say like I was there was a case actually a missing person's case that was not far from the studio and most of my cases if it's missing they're not even around like where I am. That's like maybe a state away or uh, four hours away, but it was right down the street, two miles. And this had gone on four days. And everybody knew, hey, Sheila, stop. Oh, don't tell me. I don't want to know nothing. Don't say anything to me. Yep. And they said, it's in such and such town. And I said, oh, I said, I have a contact there. If they know me, I, whatever. So I said, okay, Spirit, this is really cool. So I said, oh, God, I'm just going to have to hide like a hermit. I said, I'm not used to having a case so close to home because it can get really personal because everybody in the whole town the whole everything you know and this was a young man and um young young teenager and I said oh my god right I said okay what did I said spare if I'm supposed to just let me know yeah so I'm walking out to the parking lot this is really cool I'm talking to a guy that works there and all of a sudden out of nowhere a hawk flies down almost hitting us and I and I hear You know, and it goes, I said, and then it goes towards the direction of the missing person. And I said, in my head, I said, oh, I'm so doing that case. Right. So I get in the car, I'm home 10 minutes. I get a call from my contact. Hey, Sheila we've hit, because usually what they'll do is they'll, the police, everybody has a life purpose. And what I I hope they do is they exhaust that. Then if they need a lead, they come. And that's what happened in this case. He goes, Hey, Sheila, we've been out here for, I think a week or something, four days or something. And, um, could you help us out? I said, hold on, just give me the first name. Cause he, this this guy was actually a student of mine who was a police officer. Right. And I said, okay, so he knows. So I am my bedroom and I'm thinking oh no I have no paper right (laughs) and so I see an envelope opened envelope and a pen so I'm writing everything down you know what I mean and I said okay I said I have the first page where are you he goes come to such and such I said okay fine so I'm getting there and I'm a little lost I find the place and actually this is really cool I'm a little lost Trying to find the road, and I pull over to the side of the road. Now, mind you, there's hundreds of people. There's people out there, you know, with uh, uh, missing person units trying to search parties, you know. And so I pull over, and there's a search party. And I said, "Hey, could you tell me where the golf course is?" And there is my there is my contact standing right in front of me. And I said, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm I'm not on a road I'm supposed to be on. He gets in. He goes, "Okay." He goes, "I'll leave my search party." I said, "Okay." So he gets in the car with me. And he goes, let's go to the golf course. I said, okay, fine. So we drive into the course. You cannot make this up. We drive into the golf course. Out of nowhere, I drive like a Ford Explorer. In front of my car comes a hawk right in front of our car and leads us to the, I'm not kidding you, and I'm like, and he's like, do you see the hawk? And he doesn't know this. I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Right. So, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting chills as I speak. Me I'm like, too. Right now I can, yeah. Like my head, you know, yeah. like that, you know, and I'm thinking, oh my God. Right. So when I worked on this case, it was amazing. And um, I helped them, I led, led them to the area. I, I didn't find a particular letting go, but I gave them the area, you know, and but I went out on this case and I had an enormous. This case is really cool because the birds were showing me. I was writing down information the day before and I would go out and I, and so what I asked for is landmarks and they gave me birds and there it was, there was the bird. There was, it was amazing. It was really so cool. Oh, it just gives me
0: chills. It just gives me chills. It's absolutely incredible.
1: So to me, it's fun. It's like, I don't have to watch movies. And like, I hear a lot through it's music. True. Yeah. yeah. And I, oh yeah. And I, and I hear a lot through music. Like I get a lot of uh, information that way too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so, yeah, it's really kind of cool. Like someone will, i have friends, like they'll like really be into watching all this psychic stuff on TV and stuff. And then you can hit a dun-dun-dun with the mm-hmm. music, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm frightened. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, and I go, I can't watch it because I'll have nightmares. And I said, I, and I, you, I can't even watch a horror flick. And everyone makes fun of me. I'm like, no, I'm like, you don't understand. This stuff is real. Mm-hmm. I go, and I go, why do you want to watch it? You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, thanks. You know, so it's really kind of funny, <laughs> you know? But uh, but being wow. in, on a case sometimes is I'm telling you I'm an energy junkie. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I just I'm like I'm like when they understand it blows me in
0: half
1: i'll have to teach you somehow sometimes maybe you're love gonna be that i'll be your mentor and help you because you already developed you know hey. yeah yeah
0: i'm yeah it it it, it keeps yeah. it keeps entering my field it keeps entering my field you know when well we it could those, be a sign you need those to pay bread, attention to those it breadcrumbs absolutely the breadcrumbs are there yeah. so i know
1: and, that. and I, I think my publicist brought me to you so maybe this is the reason why yeah 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 higher reasons always
0: all the time all the time. Yeah. Sheila. Oh my God. This has been, this has been such an amazing hour and, and thank you. I'm so
1: glad you had me. Thank you so much for having me, Jeffrey.
0: Welcome. Thank you. you.
1: Wonderful. What part of California and Northern Southern or Northern Bay area. Northern. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's
0: great. Yeah. I, just, I should have I,
1: put the San Francisco bridge behind me.
0: Oh <laughs> no, that's better because that's India. That's your that's your Yeah, family. and
1: I took the picture. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> so before we go, please let everybody know again where they can find you and what courses, workshops, classes, anything you have coming up that you'd like to let sure. them know. About.
1: Sure. I do have a beginner psychic development class coming up in October, actually online. Um you can go uh all my galleries. Uh, actually, the we're going to be having pre-orders for the book as well, and any workshops will always be on my website. It's at Sheila Marie Sheila dot com. Yep, and everything you need to know is there. And if you have any questions, you can always email me. I'd be mm-hmm. more than happy to, you know, email you back.
0: Fabulous! I'll have all and, of and that. The name the show of the notes.
1: book is called Forensic Medium: The Power of the Unseen. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Forensic medium, yeah, the power so of the of cool. unseen.
1: The power you know, of the yeah. unseen. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm
0: yeah, <just> <laughs> the unseen world. Well, but it's true. I mean, it is. It is true. It 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 has that level of well unknown because we it's unseen right so the, that's right you know, so the you know the the background music is the dun 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 <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> and and once we connect uh, once you connect with that and then you can do that through meditation you don't mm-hmm. have to be a medium a lot of my students come to me that are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, just regular people want to grow spiritually every and for my 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 life purpose of course i do the forens, uh, forensics but My life purpose, my calling is to teach people how to connect because everybody is able to. Everybody is at different levels. Some are beginners, some are advanced, some are semi-pro, you know, but everybody's able to connect to the inner light system and shame on me and shame on you, Jeffrey. You need to be a teacher now. (laughs) I think (laughs) spirit's calling you to this (laughs) and because... Because everyone's able to connect, and it's their birthright to connect. So this is why the teachers are coming to teach you how to connect. Because you're this is who you are, and everything that you're looking for in the universe to make your life better. You know, we reach that we get the beautiful house, the beautiful car, but we're still not feeling it. It's because you need to connect your inner light system and tap tap into your soul and your connection to the universe, because that's where pure love is and satisfaction. You know, so once you tap into that, your whole life will bloom and you won't have to search anymore. You'll just be able to just be, you know, and it's everyone's birthright to know that. So it's, it's us teachers, Jeffrey, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that have to teach them this, (laughs) but you're teaching through your podcast. Yeah. Mm
0: You yeah. Know? Oh, totally. And
1: that, and that's like I couldn't have a podcast because it's just not in my my forte. But mm-hmm. that's how you're teaching everyone through other people and through yourself as well. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just a passion for me. I just want to share everybody with everybody because yes. everybody has a different experience, a different journey, a different yes. calling. And 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 there's so oh. many of us waking up that you know it's the, not just one person, one teacher is not going to resonate with everybody. I'm right. not going to resonate with everybody. You're not going right. to resonate with everybody. So exactly. let's get everybody out there and and let's you yes. know share the share the wealth yes. of people and, and yes
1: and that's your calling and that's how you're teaching people, which is yeah. wonderful. You're being a medium in a medium itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sheila, I am hugging uh, you from here.
1: Uh thank you so much. <laughs>
0: thank you very much, everybody. Uh, thank we'll you for be, having me. We'll be in touch again next week. You've been listening to something super spiritual. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste.